Welcome back to Koei's Questions. We are all guilty of stereotyping from time to time. Stereotypes don't have to always be a bad thing. They come from somewhere, right? Instead of trying to look past the stereotypes, maybe some good can come from embracing them and the individual cultures each state has. After all, it is a big country, and so there are bound to be some differences. So with your help, we want to spend this season investigating and answering one of Courtney's most in-depth questions. Which state? has the coolest stereotype in America. Today we're leaving Arizona and heading over to Oklahoma. We have Ronnie with us. She has lived in Oklahoma for 42 years and kind of re-fell in love with her home state while visiting a state park close to home, which led to the creation of the Oklahoma Explorer Project on Instagram. Hi guys, it's good to be here. Can you tell me more about the Oklahoma Explorer Project? I had to say that slower. I was going to jumble it up. Yeah, absolutely. So it started in uh, 2018, and it sort of started by accident. It really wasn't anything that I was planning. It just sort of fell into my lap. Um, My husband and I are avid travelers. We travel all over the place. We have a goal to visit 50 countries by the time we're 50, so we're always on the go. And we had hit a point where we weren't going to be able to travel as much as we were used to. And I have a tremendous sense of wanderlust. And so when I'm stuck in one place, I get a little antsy. This last year has not been easy for me. So what we decided to do was sort of try to begin exploring a little bit locally and just see what was, you know, around us that we could visit and kind of, you know, scratch that itch a little bit that we were used to being able to just go all the time. We hopped in the car one day and we drove out to one of our state parks, Natural Falls State Park, which is up in West Salem Springs, close to the Arkansas border. And it's only about an hour and 15 minutes from our house, from where we live um, in Tulsa. We were both from Tulsa. Neither of us had ever been there before, got there, and it was absolutely beautiful. It was really nice. There's this gorgeous, like 77-foot waterfall. It's just a really beautiful, lush park. And it just seemed crazy to both of us that that we had never seen it, that we'd never laid eyes on it. We'd both lived within basically an hour of it our entire lives, and we'd never seen it before. And so it was sort of a light bulb moment because I realized, okay, if this is here and it's been here the whole time and I never realized it was here, then there must have there must be a lot of other places in and around Oklahoma that I'm missing out on that I've never seen or that I wasn't aware of. Um, you know, my impetus up until that point had always been to get out of Oklahoma, <laughs> go somewhere else, go explore. And so when I realized when that light bulb kind of went off, it was like, okay, there's gotta be a lot of things here that I'm missing out on that I'm unaware of that maybe it would be fun to kind of explore. And so I started doing some research and started making a list of things that I was coming across. I was, you know, we have a lot of great resources now to sort of discover things, you know, with Instagram and uh, there's a website called Travel OK, which is really great about um, letting you know everything locally that's available to do. And things like Atlas Obscura, which kind of show you weird things, which I am a particular fan of. Um, And so I started just doing that research and then kind of compiling a list of things that I wanted to see. And then I just kind of hit the road and the project was born. I just decided, you know, if this is my experience, there are probably a lot of people out there like me who 
just aren't aware of all the things that Oklahoma has to offer. And maybe other people might want to come along for the ride. And so I just started the Instagram page and it's just kind of built. I never really expected it to be as popular as it is, but I, you know, I thought, well, maybe a few people will be interested in this. And then now it's just kind of grown and grown. So I started a blog and um, it's just kind of gone from there. So it's been, it's been really fun. I'm having a great time with it. That is so cool. I'm like always about traveling too. This last year has been rough on me as well. And I'm a huge fan of like the Atlas Obscura stuff. So I feel like we have like a friendship there. Yes, absolutely. I love, I love quirk. I love weirdness. I love people's commitment to just silliness. And so roadside attractions in particular are very appealing to me. So, and we have some really fun things like that in Oklahoma, along with a lot of natural beauty and a lot of interesting culture and a lot of, you know, different things, but I, I I do have a soft spot for the, the weird. So. I love your, on Instagram where you have, we're doing the vote for the coolest roadside attraction or whatever. I'm still mad about Will Hay Nelson though. I'm mad about it. (laughs) I know. It was really funny. I just kind of, again, I do a lot of things on a whim. I never really put (laughs) a ton of planning into any decision that I make in life, but um, I just thought, you know, it would be kind of fun to do a tournament of roadside attractions in Oklahoma and just have people vote and see what everyone's favorite, you know, quirky thing is. And so I just kind of picked and it was I did have a couple reach out to me, a couple people reach out to me and say, oh, you didn't include this. And I was only including places that I've actually been. So I I, I want to make clear that, you know, there are a lot more wonderful roadside attractions in Oklahoma that I have yet to lay eyes on. But that's, you know, it's an ongoing project. But it was really fun. I just kind of, you know, put what I thought were, you know, my favorite 16 out. And then it kind of went down to eight, then down to four, and then down to two. And then um, we just finished up the tournament. And the the Blue Whale of Catuso is everybody's fan favorite. So, but yeah, there were a lot of good ones in there. And there were a lot of passionate reactions to the voting. It was kind of, I was, again, surprised at at how into it people got like they they were sending me messages they were making comments they were telling stories about their relationship with particular you know roadside attractions or their history with it or their memories of it or you know I had people messaging me saying I have a tattoo of the blue whale if he doesn't win I will riot you know I mean people (laughs) really they were very passionate about their (laughs) their picks (laughs) That is passionate. I mean, I like the Will Hay Nelson, but I'm not getting a tattoo of it. Like, I'm just gonna put that yeah, I've right never now. emblazoned any Oklahoma landmarks on my body. So I, again, I have to appreciate that level of commitment. Yeah, that's, that's some state love. I know there are a <laughs> lot of people that are really proud of their state, but that's good for them. Yeah, if you're putting it on your body, I mean, it doesn't get much better than that. <laughs> That's kind of what we're trying to do with this season on the podcast. We're trying to find out, you know, like everybody that maybe hasn't been to other states thinks certain things about the state. Like you think of Indiana, you think of corn mm-hmm. and the Idaho potatoes, stuff like that. So mm-hmm. we're we're really excited with, especially when I found your Instagram, I got really excited of how much you just like the roadside attractions in Oklahoma. I was like, yes, this is exactly what we're looking for. <laughs> yeah. It's been really fun. It's been a fun project and it's been fun. You know, I have, like I said, lived here all my life and my, my impetus has been a lot of times to leave, to just go other places. And so it was really nice to actually start this project and it made me develop a real appreciation for my home state, which I, you know, I think when you're young 
and you grow up somewhere, you're always, your emphasis is always like, I want to leave. I want to get out of here. I want to go somewhere else. Um, I think that's just part of growing up. And so to be a little older now and be developing a real affection and appreciation for Oklahoma has been really special and it's made everything better. It's made my travel photography better when I go other places. I'm, I'm better now at capturing it. You know, it's, it's given me a real insights and a real love for where I am and just appreciation for wherever I am at any given time. So. That's cool. That's really cool. I mean, Jay and I both grew up in Indiana and I 100% was like, get me out of this state. And that has not changed. (laughs) I mean, it did not change as I got older. I left at 18. I've never gone back. Jay, on the other hand, is a fan of Indiana. So I think he's on the appreciation level. Yeah. Not quite that you are. I mean, I appreciate Indiana, but remember, I've never been back in that state for longer than 23 days at a time in the last 16 years. Wow. Jay's job keeps him out of state, but um, (laughs) I just think that's really cool that, you know, you're so into Oklahoma. So when we do our research on each state, well, when when I do the research, Jay likes to wing it, but we (laughs) ask four basic questions. The first thing people think of, what they think the most common food or most common things to eat in that state is, Mm -hmm. what they think the most common job is, and what they think most people do for fun. And those last two are always hilarious. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, my wheels are already turning. So So before we get to that, I want to ask you what you think the most common stereotype of Oklahoma is. Yeah, I mean, I think... I think people think of Oklahoma as just one of those flyover states. I think they think of Oklahoma, they they see it and they think of it as just, you know, a place to get through while they're trying to get somewhere else, right? Like a, a boring place to drive while they're trying to get to Colorado or, um, you know, I, I think people underestimate Oklahoma a lot and just make the assumption that there's nothing to see here or there's nothing of interest. And really, you know, that couldn't be further from the truth. And so that's what, I mean, that's my assumption is that people either, they don't think much of it at all. They don't think there's anything very interesting at all, or they tend to think of things like the Oklahoma City bombing. You know, that's a part of our history that is unfortunately um, very resonant with people. People remember the Oklahoma City bombing because it was such a tremendous tragedy. And so I think they just, or they just think of it as farmland. You know what I mean? <laughs> they don't think of it as, as much beyond that. I mean, that's kind of what our profile turned out to be when we put all the things <laughs> together, was that they think a lot of people are tornado-chasing rednecks, these are not <laughs> my words, by the way, that live in the middle of nowhere and really like musicals. <laughs> because of Oklahoma, yes. Thank you, yeah. Rogers and Hammerstein. Um, well, okay. So the tornado chasing lunatics is not entirely wrong. Um, you know, we definitely have a lot of tornadoes here. We definitely have a lot of storm chasers. The national weather service is here. Um, and it's because we have so many outrageous weather events happening in Oklahoma. Um, it's snowing today and it was 75 degrees yesterday. So that just to give you a little insight into Oklahoma weather. Um, it is highly unpredictable. <laughs> um, that like that shocked me. There, it's snowing. It is like seventy five here. I feel really bad for you. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was snowing. It, it was snowing this morning when we woke up yesterday. It was seventy five. So, I mean, 
they, there is that common saying of, if you don't like the weather in Oklahoma, just wait a minute because it's going to change. And uh, we definitely, we definitely see that. We definitely run the gamut of, of weather experiences. So. That is crazy. And then I did notice when we were filling out the form, when we asked you the weirdest thing people, if anybody asked you about Oklahoma. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah. Jay, Jay hasn't read that yet, so <laughs> you can go ahead and answer what the weirdest thing that they asked you. It's so was. funny, and I think oh boy, the, <laughs> I think the internet has done a lot, and things like Instagram have done a lot for kind of squashing some of these weird misconceptions. But I have, in years past, had people ask me things like, "Do you guys have roads? <laughs> um, <laughs> does everyone live in teepees?" Um, which obviously there's. <laughs> We can unpack uh, what's problematic about that question, um, but maybe save that for later. Um, but I mean, do you have roads? <laughs> it seems like a ridiculous question to me. No, everyone just rides horseback everywhere. Um, I mean, if you know anything about the American interstate system, that should answer that question. But um, yeah, I mean, I've had people. It goes around yeah, Oklahoma, right? Yeah, it just completely, it goes up through Kansas or down okay. through Texas, but absolutely no roads uh, come through Oklahoma. So in case anybody's wondering, you're going to have to get creative if you want to come here. I think I laughed for like five minutes when I read that. I was like, this is the kind of stuff I'm looking for right here. (laughs) Oh, man. We had, when we did the Hawaii interview too, people were talking about how they think everybody lives in grass huts and like tiki huts. So I mean, I guess you guys in your teepees and their tiki huts, you guys are doing it up. (laughs) <laughs> right Honolulu is not one of the most urban cities in, <laughs> in the country or anything with the worst traffic too let me tell you but <laughs> absolutely so other stereotypes that we found when we were starting the, the research was that y'all will deep fry anything oh yeah that's true <laughs> I thought that was just like you know like a southern thing too people say oh you deep fry anything and then we got to the food section and I was like dang they really do deep fry everything well, we're not afraid no we're not afraid of a deep fryer that's for sure I'm into it I like it yeah me too <laughs> what's the craziest thing I mean anybody who's been to I think probably any state fair will find that there's nothing off limits but I've definitely seen you know deep fried Twinkies deep fried Snickers bars deep fried butter um, I was right there shaking my head like butter? I've had it. I've had it until we got to the butter. And then I was like, wait, what? Yeah, deep fried butter. That's that's a thing. That's a thing. That exists. I've never had deep fried butter. That's a little outside my comfort zone, but it's definitely a thing. I would try it. I would try it. <laughs> it doesn't melt? I don't know the the, the science behind it, <laughs> but uh, apparently it, it's a thing. Also, if we're talking about butter, every year at our state fair, there is a butter sculpting contest which is a lot of fun Wait, what time of year is your state fair in the fall usually early fall okay mm-hmm. i was thinking like summer and i was like how does it not melt no it would definitely melt it gets because it's deep fried no they deep fry no they should they should deep fry the sculpture <laughs> i love it i just love it so, i'm gonna eat it and Jay may eat it. So it's also somebody noted that it was a requirement to know who Will Rogers is. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So there are a couple of Oklahoma darlings that it is a sacrilege not to know a little bit about. One of them is Will Rogers, um, probably the most famous cowboy who ever, you know, Hollywood cowboy who ever existed. He's um, 
you know, the Oklahoma City Airport is named after him. So many things are named after him. He's a big deal. Woody Guthrie is another Oklahoma darling that it's very important to to know your Woody Guthrie history. So, yeah, absolutely. Okay. I was like, who is this? I had to Google and find out who Will Rogers was because I am not from Oklahoma. (laughs) He's great. He's great. If you ever, it's worth looking up just some Will Rogers quotes because he was, he was a man of wisdom. He definitely had a lot of great quotes and great one-liners about how to live and how to live a good life. So there, there are books about, you know, the wit and wisdom of Will Rogers and they're worth checking out for sure. That's cool. I'll have to add that on my list of stuff. Um, and then, so with the first things that comes to mind, some of these are a little crazy. Um, Toby Keith was one of them. Yes. So I didn't even know he was from Oklahoma. I was like, oh, learned something new. He is from Oklahoma. The musical Oklahoma, of course, comes to mind. Um, This is an exact quote, and sometimes I include them because they make no dang sense to me, and I think they're funny. Um, This person said that it's Alabama, but more tolerable. Hmm. I'm not really sure what that means. I don't know. Interesting. Interesting. Um, Yeah, that's an interesting quote. I don't know. I think... I think there is sort of a, a oneness to the South, a Southern sensibility um, that kind of connect. And, and Oklahoma has a little bit of an identity crisis, too, because I think we consider ourselves a bit of a Southern state. But the truth of the matter is we're geographically, we're not exactly Southern. We're kind of right in the middle. We, you know, um, you know, we deep fry things and we we like a, a lot of things that probably would be considered Southern. So I don't know. It's interesting. I also, by the way, wasn't sure where to put Oklahoma when I separated our states into regions. I was like, well, it's not really, I guess, I don't, I ended up in the Southwest, but I I wasn't really sure there. I know. It's, and it's no different if you live here because we don't, we're sort of, I think geographically sort of Midwestern, but I think culturally sort of Southern, but not exactly Southern geographic. I don't know how to answer that question either, even <laughs> as a lifelong Oklahoman. I don't know where I would put us <laughs> or how I would classify us. The Midwest Plains. Midwest Plains is we'll very, a very good suggestion. Yeah. As we have you in the Southwest, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying the Midwest is a very, yeah. Jay's a big fan of the Midwest. That's There's a big, yeah, you can cast a pretty broad net uh, in terms of. It's the friendliest people in the country. Just saying. You're that's, high, Jay. No, that's it's fair. Not. Yeah, I think that's fair. <laughs> they also said that they think of rodeos a lot. Yes. With Oklahoma. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then obviously the Sooners. Yes. People said they think of the word okay. Right. I'm guessing because that's, that's your like, initial. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's our abbreviation. Um, they also said that people in Oklahoma get really mad about the difference in bison and buffalo. <laughs> oh, there's a story there. Uh, is this a thing? No, I mean, if I'm being honest, I don't know if I could differentiate a bison from a buffalo, and I'm probably going to be getting a lot of hate mail for that. Um, but I, I've heard tell of this this distinction but if i'm if i'm being totally honest i don't i don't know if i know the difference well i did look it up just because i was like how is this a thing and what is the difference Mm -hmm. apparently it just depends what continent 
you are on. So bison is North America and Asia and part of Africa is buffalo. Interesting. I'm not really sure if that's the whole reasoning, but that's the gist of what I found when I looked it up. That's interesting. Huh. But I was confused about why everybody in Oklahoma is mad about this. Do you have a lot of bison there? <laughs> I think that may be that may be a misconception a little bit because I don't know. I've heard people definitely get mad about a lot of different things. Um, I, I saw people get really heated about the roadside attraction battle. Um, but I don't know if I've ever heard anyone throw down about bison versus buffalo. So I don't know. Okay. I thought this was some Oklahoma secret that I needed to <laughs> know about here. And then they also mentioned that you could very easily see all four seasons in one day, which with your snow, it sounds yeah. like you can. Yeah. Yeah. We definitely, no question there. I've used my heater and my air conditioner in the same day many times. <laughs> that is crazy. I mean, I've done that too, but that's just, it's, <laughs> I'm still stuck on the snow. Like it's April. I Go know. away, snow. I know. <laughs> this person was extremely like this was a personal issue to them I think they were upset that you cannot buy beer at the grocery store in Oklahoma that's not true so um Yay. we actually no you can definitely buy beer here we did actually have a referendum a couple of years ago that broadened out our beer laws in a very favorable way which we were extremely happy about because we for a while we did have some frustration um with the alcohol content of beer, what was allowed to be sold, because you, up until this point, uh, the point where the referendum changed the law, you could only buy three-point beer, 3.2 beer in the grocery store um, or at gas stations. And if you wanted high-point beer, you had to go to the liquor store. And at the liquor store, up until the referendum, you weren't allowed to buy cold beer. <laughs> so you weren't, nothing was allowed to be refrigerated. So wow. I know. So, but the the referendum did change things. So now you can buy cold beer at the liquor store. Now you can get high point beer and wine at the grocery store. So we have modernized our liquor laws quite a bit. So whoever was upset about that, worry no more. We we're 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 all caught up now. They can come back and buy their beer at the yeah. grocery store. <laughs> that was crazy. But I was like, you know what? I've lived in North Carolina, and they they're really weird too like you can buy beer in the grocery store but you can't buy liquor but the liquor store closes at 5 p.m like it's really strange yeah I was like okay Oklahoma I see you I understand (laughs) you still I don't think you can actually buy liquor at the grocery store but you can buy high point beer now I believe and you can buy wine so those are we're getting there we're getting there (laughs) are they state liquor stores or private stores I don't think the liquor stores are state run we do have particular liquor stores that are separate from like a grocery store but you can also buy some things at the at the grocery store or at like a gas station but like your liquor stores aren't abc stores not necessarily we have a lot of independent liquor stores so yeah like i know in north carolina for example they have abc stores that's it like you don't see the sign that says liquor store Hmm. it just says abc and it's the alcoholic beverage control that runs it oh wow we definitely have um independent liquor stores okay so you're doing better than some states (laughs) there was a thing and i had to like look this up that in oklahoma y'all make up your own way to say things like the (laughs) word most people think of it's spelled miami Y'all say my am a. Yeah. And like that's your own town there. Yeah. We have a lot of towns that are 
the names of other towns, but we, we do pronounce it differently. So like Miami is one. We also have Prague, Oklahoma, which is actually, you know, it's spelled like Prague, like in the Czech Republic, it is actually a town that was largely settled by Czech immigrants. Um, but we pronounce it Prague. So yeah, we definitely have a lot of those kinds of towns that <laughs> are not the pronunciation that you're used to seeing. I feel like every state kind of has their own version of that, but y'all are just, I guess, more pronounced about it. Like, no, that's not how you say yeah. that. But when you talk about like Miami, Florida, y'all still call it Miami then, right? Yeah, we would still, if we were talking about the one in Florida, we would say Miami. I don't know if it's just a way to differentiate so that it's not confusing. Like, you know that you're talking about Miami, Oklahoma, if you say Miami. But I do know people will get, they will get very up in arms. I mean, I lived in Miami for a little bit because there's, a, I went to junior college there. And so when you, if you mispronounce it, people will very quickly correct you. <laughs> so it is something that, that people take seriously. <laughs> That's awesome. I always feel sorry for the newscasters and the, you know, the weather people who come here to try to have to learn all of our town names and how, because we do have some interesting pronunciations. And so it's a, it's a task to learn how to pronounce Oklahoma <laughs> town names. Funny. And then the last thing that we had that was like the first thing that comes to people's or comes to people's mind is that roadside attractions are a fact of life. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, well, and I think a lot of that has to do with Route 66, right? So Oklahoma has more miles of Route 66 than any other state. That's pretty impressive since y'all don't have roads. I know. I know. It's, <laughs> you know people's minds are going to be so blown. Podcast. Um, yeah. So not only do we have roads, but we have more miles of Route 66 than any other state. So that lends itself to a lot of really wonderful roadside attractions. And not all of our roadside attractions are on Route 66, but a lot of them are. And so, and there's been a big effort recently to sort of revitalize Route 66. And there's been a lot of effort put into, you know, fixing mile markers and way markers so that people can more easily follow Route 66. There's been efforts to, you know, there's been a lot of new additions to Route 66 roadside attractions. One of the, one of the new ones, newer ones is Buck Adams, which is um, in Tulsa. He's a muffler man and he's a space cowboy. And he was in our tournament of champions. He's very popular. He's definitely worth seeing, but there's been a lot of things like that. The Oklahoma Route 66 Association has been very active in trying to revitalize Route 66 because it is a major attraction. People do come here to see to see the sites of Route 66, to follow Route 66. And it's especially popular, I've found, among Europeans, which is was surprising to me, but was really interesting. I've spent a lot of time in Europe and I've been to markets and things, um, Christmas markets and different markets where it's some of the marketplace vendors are all only selling Route 66 memorabilia, which is crazy. I mean, signs and all kinds of different novelties relating to Route 66, which when I saw that, I was like, what, what is going on? I was in um, Leon, Spain, uh, and I saw a giant mural that was, it said Route 66, Spain. And I was like, I didn't realize Route 66 came through uh, Leon, Spain. That's really great. So <laughs> it's really popular and, and, and far reaching and it's a lure. So. That's really cool. I like that there's a lot of effort to like revitalize it too, because I has always been on like the top of my list is I want to go from beginning to end on Route 66 yeah. like in one trip. 
and everybody's like, no, Courtney, you don't. The roads are bad. Like, it's not even the whole real thing. And I'm like, shut up. Yes, I do. What are you talking about? I don't. <laughs> well, don't let anybody tell you what you want to do, first of all. That's a good rule. Right? Um, no, tons of people drive Route 66. And yeah, it's, you know, the, it, it is a little bit broken up now because of the interstate system, but you can still follow a lot of it. And it's still a really great experience. I have not driven it from east to west, but I've driven a lot of it, obviously, in my Oklahoma explorations. And it's really fun. There's, it's, there's just a lot of really fun, quirky, interesting things to see. So I definitely recommend it. I think if that's something you want to do, you should go for it. Yeah, absolutely. I've been I've been both at the beginning and the end and several spots in between, but never like the whole thing. Yeah. So I'm like, no, I'm going to do it. It's totally cool. Yeah, there's a Route 66 passport you can get where you can like get your passport stamped at all the different attractions and you can kind of uh, stamp that as you go, which is kind of fun. I need it. I did not know that. I have a National Parks passport and I think nice. that's so cool. So now I'm like, I need a Route 66 one. Too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mark it off. Um. So now is my favorite part when we talk about food because I just love food. I'm oh, yeah. such a foodie. Mm-hmm. So people say, <laughs> Jay laughs because I used to tell people I was an undercover fat kid. And he's like, Corny, it's not undercover anymore. Like everybody knows. <laughs> <laughs> they said that really a lot of people think of chicken fried steak when they think of Oklahoma. Yeah, that was the first thing that came to mind, honestly. Um, when I was trying to think of like what is Oklahoma's quintessential food, I would say it's probably either – Chicken fried steak or biscuits and gravy. Those are. Okay. That was on my list and I had such a question. Like, is biscuits and gravy not a thing everywhere? Do you all do it differently than normal? Like, what is biscuits and gravy there? I don't know. I don't know if, I don't know that we necessarily do it differently. It's just a staple. It's a staple and it's a staple to put gravy on everything. I, um, I had a friend that I hosted here from Denmark and I said, okay, we went out to eat and I was trying to, you know, introduce her to, typical foods. And I took her out for biscuits and gravy. And she was just like, that is weird. What are you guys doing? It's just like normal gravy, right? Like white gravy with sausage? Yeah, white sausage gravy usually. Um, I don't know. I think of Oklahoma when I think of biscuits and gravy. Maybe it is, maybe I'm just biased when I think of that. But it is, It. I've been lots of places where I don't know that it's a staple. I think if I go into just about any breakfast place in Oklahoma or brunch place, you're going to find biscuits and gravy on the on the menu. It's I don't know that I could say that for everywhere. Yeah, I mean, biscuits and gravy is my favorite breakfast. Yeah, meal, I love it. So I love it too. If we're talking just about food and that's an Oklahoma thing, Oklahoma has my vote and Yeah. But I didn't realize it was only a one. Know, if you come to Oklahoma, at least try the biscuits and gravy and discover for yourself if if we have the best cuz I mean, I'm not a connoisseur of biscuits and gravy necessarily. I don't know that I've had it lots of different places, but I would certainly put my money up on Oklahoma biscuits and gravy as being really, really good. Awesome. I'm I'm a fan. You're winning on <laughs> chicken fried steak too. But then they also said that they think of Oklahoma barbecue. Mm-hmm. How is your barbecue different than like Texas barbecue or Memphis barbecue or Carolina barbecue. I mean, yours is probably real barbecue, so that's how it's different than Carolina. But. It's definitely different than Carolina barbecue. Um, I don't know that I would differentiate it a lot from Texas or Kansas City barbecue in the sense that it's it's ketchup based, right? Mm-hmm. So you have there are three distinct styles of barbecue. You have you've got ketchup based, you've got mustard based, and you've got vinegar based. And 
that garbage that they serve in North Carolina is vinegar based and I don't know what they're thinking. Um, <laughs> I tried it. I gave it a shot, but I, I don't know what they're doing. They don't either. <laughs> I'm a firm, I'm a firm believer that your barbecue sauce has to be, um, has to be ketchup based. Come at me, North Carolina. <laughs> it's fine. But I've had North Carolina people come here and say the same thing. Like, what are you guys doing with this ketchup nonsense? But so it really is a product of where you're from. But I would say that it, it's very similar. I don't know that it's it's very, very different from Kansas or Texas barbecue. Um, but we do have some really wonderful, wonderful, wonderful barbecue here. It's another thing that if someone was visiting and was not from this this area or this region, I'd say you have to have barbecue while you're here. You have to have chicken fried steak. You have to have biscuits and gravy. You have to make sure that your cholesterol goes up at least 30 points before you can eat. Um, <laughs> Bring your crust door. <laughs> Come to Oklahoma. It's worth it. It's really, really, really good. We've got some some killer barbecue here. Is your barbecue beef or pork? We have both. I would say, I mean, ribs are super common. Ribs are a common favorite. But we do brisket. We do pork. We do chicken, turkey. I mean, just about anything meat-based, we'll barbecue it. Oh. Barbecue bologna is big here. All right. Um, do you deep fry your barbecue? deep fryer barbie um i'm sure at some point that has been done or will be done <laughs> okay it's really what's been missing <laughs> we're not deep frying it enough deep fried barbecue butter <laughs> perfect we're gonna and be then put gravy over top of it <laughs> ultimate breakfast you've cracked the code you've cracked the code to the perfect food i'm now welcome in oklahoma you're welcome. Not only that, you're gonna be you're gonna get a hero's welcome. I, I'm gonna be the next monument as a butter sculpture, deep fried butter sculpture <laughs> on the side of the be great. They will yeah, they'll make a butter sculpture of you and put it up at the fair. Now, now I wanna make this happen. I'm gonna go eat a butter sculpture. You know, it's definitely worth coming. I've seen some really impressive sculptures. I've seen a life size Elvis sculpted out of butter. It'll make you cry. A life size Elvis out of butter. Yeah. Sculpted completely out of butter. Yep. I think my cholesterol is rising just talking about that. Yeah, it's, I mean, that's the stuff I live for. I just love any commitment to quirkiness or weirdness or just, you know, oddities. I love that stuff. So I love that Courtney was so taken with Will Hay Nelson because he's one of my favorites. Just <laughs> a giant hay bale made to look like Willie Nelson. Who doesn't I was telling love that? Jay about it before the interview and he was like, so is this like Willie Nelson? I was like, yeah, made out of hay. Duh. <laughs> In my head, it was more of a sculpture, like a life-size sculpture and then I realized it was huge round bales yeah. with the braids and I was like, I get it. I like it. Yeah. He's impressive. He's an impressive work of art. <laughs> <laughs> Willie Nelson or the statue? Both, absolutely <laughs> both. Yeah, okay. I'm I I have deep love for both. I like that he got that in surround sound. <laughs> oh, that was great! Yeah. So I don't know how common this food is, or like if it's just something y'all have there, but calf fries was also mentioned. Big. I knew, I knew as soon as you started that sentence, uh, that's uh, where you were going. <laughs> <laughs> It is a thing. It is a thing. We have a calf fry festival every year in Stillwater, Oklahoma. Um, it is a very real thing. I, oh man, I'm going to get so much hate mail. I've never had calf fries. 
Um, I've never actually tried them and I've tried some stuff. I've, I've eaten foods that are maybe not, <laughs> not traditional, but I've never actually had calf fries. I just could never bring myself to do it. Um, but they, they are a thing and they are a popular delicacy in Oklahoma. They're not super easy to find. I don't, I don't go into restaurants and see calf fries on the menu. That's not, and probably that's part of what's kept me from really trying them. They're not ubiquitous, but they are, they're definitely a thing. So do you know what makes them be called calf fries? Because for most of the country, they're known as Rocky Mountain oysters. Mm -hmm. Do you know what makes them different or y'all just want to mess with people? My understanding is that they are the same thing. They're made from the same part of, uh, of the cow or the, the bull, as it were. Um, I like how you so specified bull because we didn't already know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> too close to home with you don't get those. Things. <laughs> um, so I don't know where the name originated. I don't know why. I mean, aside from the fact that we're not we're not located in the Rocky Mountains, so it wouldn't necessarily make sense to to have them known as that, but. I don't, I don't know where the actual name originated. But it doesn't make sense to eat them anyway. Like 1801, you're running out of food. You got to make it all count. I got it. 2021, why are you still eating <laughs> bull testicles? I don't get it. I mean, there's, if you really, if you really think about it, there's a lot of things that we eat all over the world that's, that's unusual. It might be thought of as unusual, but it's. It's what people Most like. Most of the time, I don't know. the weird stuff is delicious. I don't know. I've never tried calf fries, but I would try it. Uh-huh. Would you? Yeah. Yeah, I would try. I think I would try it if I could. If I could get a hold of some, I would probably try them. I just have not. Yeah, I'll try I've never done it out of principle. <laughs> no. It's not that. It's not that I don't like eating weird food. It's like I just can't bring myself to do that. It is just a weird kick. I don't know. I'm not doing it. <laughs> It's understandable. It's not for everybody. In Jay's faces, he's saying this too. I'm trying not to like lose it over here. <laughs> Are you kidding? My stomach's cramping right now. Just thinking about it. Like, no, leave me alone. You're so dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> the weirder food is, the better I do if I don't know what it is before I try it. But even knowing what it is, I'd totally try it to see. Mm-hmm. Um, they also mm-hmm. have that y'all eat rattlesnake. Is that real? Um, again, this is not something that I have personally eaten, but yes, um, some people in Oklahoma do eat rattlesnake. Another thing that that just brought to mind that is very popular to do in Oklahoma, not necessarily to eat, so forgive me, is noodling. I don't know if you guys are familiar with (laughs) what noodling is. It's It's a way of catfish fishing with your hands, essentially, and you use your hand as the bait and you basically taunt the catfish into um, grasping your arm and then you just lift it out of the water um, and just pray to God that it doesn't bite your arm off because we have some pretty big catfish in Oklahoma. Oh my, oh my God. I have so many questions now. Like how is this like something people do often? I mean, there's, again, we love our festivals in Oklahoma. So there's a, there's a rattlesnake festival and we have uh, the Okie Noodling Festival. There's actually a documentary film called Okie Noodling that if you would like some insight into this phenomenon, it's a really great documentary and it's worth checking out. Um, but yeah, noodling is, is a big, big thing. I'm, I'm going to watch it tonight. I'm not even going to lie to you. Like that is my yeah. night plan. 
it, it, I'm not going to say it's, it's going to do a great job of squashing a lot of Oklahoma stereotypes, but it, um, it's definitely a fun, a fun watch. Okay. And then this one is, we actually talked about this with a different state and I thought it was a Georgia thing, so I'm not sure, but they said that Coke in Oklahoma means soda. So you have like your specific types of Coke. This is another thing that I think is debatable. Some people will say, um, do you want a Coke? Okay, what kind? I if I'm if I say Coke, I mean Coke. If I am talking about soda, I'll usually say pop or soda. But I, I might be in the minority there. I, I do know that that is a, a thing. I I don't know that it's as common as people say it is to say that. I the people that I surround myself with wouldn't necessarily use that as an all inclusive term to mean soda. Okay, I got you. Well, I don't I don't know where it's like I know Georgia does it, parts of Georgia, but it is so weird to me. The first time I dealt with that, I was in college and I was a waitress and somebody was like, I want a Coke. And I was like, okay, cool. And I went to go get it. And they're like, you didn't even ask me what kind. And I was like, well, you didn't say mm. diet. So I figured you just meant Coke. And they were like, no, I want right. a Sprite. I was like, then, oh. then why didn't you say Sprite? <laughs> <laughs> no, I've never really encountered that. It makes sense in Georgia, right? I mean, obviously that's where in Atlanta is where Coke is, is based. So that makes sense to me. But I, I don't know that I've... I, I would say that's as common here as people say it is. Okay. I've seen that though. And like memes and different things about Oklahoma about, Oh, you know, you're in Oklahoma, but I've never resonated with that. So. Okay. I was like, all right, man, I'm finally going to get an explanation, but <laughs> not. maybe another state will be able to explain it to me. <laughs> um, another thing that they said y'all eat a lot of are sooner steaks. What is that? Um, I maybe playing my my food ignorance here. Um, I don't know what a sooner steak is. Okay. Um, Me either. I've definitely seen things like bison burgers and things like that. Um, I don't know. I don't know that I'm familiar with sooner steak, unless it would just be smothered in gravy, which makes sense. But um, I don't know. I don't know. I'm sorry. No, that's totally fine. I'm looking. If it comes from a bowl, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Cat fries and sooner steaks, I'm out. Broaden your experiences. It's fine. Not like that. Nope. I also nope. love that he's talking like this, but last week we had a thing up on Instagram, like which host will eat anything, and he totally voted for himself, by the way. <laughs> okay, there are some places you just have to draw the line and that'd be cruel. <laughs> Yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, I'm no, I'm not going to be eating rattlesnake. I don't care if I need to be closed-minded and considered closed-minded for that. That's okay. That's probably that's beyond my uh, my comfort zone as well. So, but I would try calf fries. Snake's not bad. You've had, you've had rattlesnake before. Calf fries. I'm not going to eat snake penis. All right, there's a difference there. Like I'll eat snake. <laughs> you draw your line at genitalia. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Some things I don't want in my mouth. It's just it is what it is. Oh my god. <laughs> we are down a rabbit hole now. Oh my god, Jay. <laughs> I don't know. I I can't find really what inner steak is. I don't know. My internet's being stupid, so it's going really slow. So let me see if, like, I if it ever pops no, up, I'll I... tell you, but you probably have to turn safe search <laughs> off because it's probably exactly what I think it is. You act <laughs> like I have safe search on, Jay. <laughs> 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 
watch it just be like a like gravy covered steak and Jay's acting like this. Yeah, I mean that sounds right. That that checks out. Like a like Jaeger schnitzel kind of thing. Hmm. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not. I'm looking it up too, and I don't see anything about sooner steaks. So maybe people just that may be that may be a, a miss. A misfire for whoever suggested that. Well, whoever it was, I don't know exactly who it is, but when they listen to this, I hope they correct me so I can find out what it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely educate me. Anybody out there who knows what, what this is, because I, I want to know now. They also put I'm fried avoiding it until I know what it is. They also put fried onion burger. So I don't, that was the same person. So I'm not sure if that's a thing or not. I mean, fried onion burgers are definitely, um, something you'll find here. I don't know that I would call it an Oklahoma specialty, but definitely um they're I've seen them on menus pretty pretty commonly. They're Is good. it just like a burger with fried onion on it or with fried onions on it, yeah. I'm starting to think like a white castle burger. <laughs> no, no, we do burgers better than that. And then they also put fried pies. Oh yes. Oh I'm so glad somebody said that. Yes, fried pies are an Oklahoma delicacy. So there is um, up near Turner Falls um, in Oklahoma, near there in Davis, there is a place called Arbuckle Fried Pies. And they are absolutely amazing. They have every variety of fried pie you can imagine. They have fruit pies like cherry or lemon. They have savory pies that are filled with you know, meat and cheese and wonderfulness. And they are absolutely something that you need to have while you're in Oklahoma. And um, I'm sure there are other fried pie specialty places, but Arbuckle is what comes to mind. Arbuckle fried pies, they're so, so good. Mm -hmm. And again, we we just love to deep fry things. So You do. I mean, they were pretty... I was like, okay, fried things like the South. No, y'all fry everything and I'm into it. <laughs> but I'm not mad about it. I mean, it's all wonderful. <laughs> yeah, I'm into it. I'm not hating it at all. <laughs> the jobs. These ones are always pretty funny. Um, there were only three oh, answers. Gosh. It they said that you were either a cowboy, mm-hmm. a tornado chaser, mm-hmm. or you work for the Tiger King. <laughs> Yes. Finally. I've been wanting to bring that up so many times. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, How was Joe Zollick not come up? I don't know. I can't believe. I know. I can't believe we've gone 50 minutes without talking about the Tiger King. Um, I, I don't know how many people he's employing these days, but um, I'm surprised nobody said oil and gas just because that really is kind of our staple industry. But, um, you know, we definitely have uh, uh, all of those employment opportunities and more well i can't really speak to whether he's hiring but um you know definitely we have people who are storm chasers definitely we have people who are cowboys um we were driving up to oklahoma city this past weekend and the roads were the traffic was insane and we were just like what is going on why i mean it was just bumper to bumper traffic all the way uh, up the turnpike to Oklahoma City, and we're like, "What is going on?" And then come to find out, there was a, a huge PBR event going on. Um, so we're like, "Well, there you go." <laughs> Wait, when you That's say PBR, like the rodeo, 
or the beer. Professional bull riding, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh no, the professional bull riding PBR, yeah. Um, oh, have an event so, there? I mean, I probably I would have gone to a, a PBR beer event probably, <laughs> but um, but yeah, no, it um, it is definitely rodeos is big here. Um, I went to I mentioned I went to junior college in Miami. Um, and they had a bull riding team. I mean, they had a rodeo team that they had. It was a scholarship, just like you could get playing football or anything else. They had a, a rodeo team. So, yeah, it's real. That's that's real for sure. I know they have like some places have scholarships for different things like archery teams and stuff. But I think a rodeo scholarship would be so cool. Like I'm going to college because I'm a cowboy. Yeah. Why not? I think that would be awesome. Everybody's got their thing. <laughs> An yeah. eight-second game. That's all I gotta do. Eight well, seconds and you win. You well, that's just bull riders. There like, there's other parts of the road. Yeah, for sure. I mean, calf roping, and I mean, there's all different. I'm there for barbecue, deep-fried butter, and bull riding. <laughs> real. Me too. Oh my goodness! I think you'd be kind of fun at a rodeo, Jay. I think I want to ride a bull while eating my deep-fried barbecue butter. Oh man! I would pay to watch that's- you try that. That's level 10. I'm going to be an Oklahoma hero. There you go. And then they will, they'll make a butter sculpture out of you. It'll be great. I'm into it. Let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) And then the, what they think that people do for fun is always just as funny as the jobs usually, but they put rodeos. So, you know, yeah, that's a thing. Mm -hmm. They also put hangout at Walmart. Oh, is that a thing? (laughs) Y'all hang out there? That's harsh. I don't, I don't know. Um, I don't know that that's an accurate stereotype. No, I'm not. I'm not saying nobody does that, um, but I don't. I don't think that's a very common go-to. Uh, what we do for fun? Okay, good. Because I had so many questions. Like, do you just walk mm-hmm. around? Like, you hang out in the parking <laughs> lot, which is a thing. I grew up in the middle of nowhere. We hung out in parking lots, but I just didn't. Sure. Oh yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> then, that's just you. They yeah, me and the rest of the county, Jay. Anyway. They also said, like, y'all watch football and you schedule important events like weddings around game day. That's that's absolutely true. When I planned my wedding, I did. I checked, you know, I checked the sports schedule (laughs) to make sure that I wasn't there was nothing, you know, that was going to be problematic in that. Um, And definitely if you're getting married in football season. It's it's a real thing. Like you have to make sure that you're not. (laughs) Yeah, that's where you're like part of the South right there. I get you with that one. Yeah. That's crazy yeah, to me. Oh, yeah. We take our football very seriously. Jay is not a football fan, yeah. and he probably because he's from, like, Big Ten country is my personal opinion, and he makes fun of me all the time because I'm an SEC fan. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Two things. One, yeah. I, I do enjoy sports. I don't enjoy the way sports have become political. All right. There it is. But we're talking about college football. Mm. They're doing the same thing now. Not as bad, but I'm sure we'll be there in five more years. I'll have some college kid who's like 22 tell me about how the world works. Okay. Well, watch your mouth about my football. <laughs> Don't put that ugly on us. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Jay gives me a hard time about it all the time because I'm an Ole Miss girl and he's still a Big Ten fan. Mm. But so you're oh, right yeah. there. Like I'm committed. I was bracing myself because I, I assumed that someone was going to say cow tipping <laughs> is a major hobby of Oklahomans. Have you ever Not tipped a, a cow? I've never tipped a cow. No, I've heard tell uh, of tales of cow tipping, but I've never done it myself. No. Oh, I'm about to ask, have you been present when cows were tipped? No, 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 no. I've never, I'm, 
I'm kind of an animal lover, so I don't know. I don't know that I could tip a cow over, but no, I've never been present for cow tipping. I have. It's it's nothing too awful exciting, except for when you're friends with stupid people, which I was. I was also like 15 at the time, but my <laughs> friends are stupid and went after a bull. And I have never seen people run so fast in my entire life. I thought they were after a calf ride. <laughs> he might have been. So I think that's a middle of nowhere thing more than just mm-hmm. anywhere. But yeah. I've, I've been there for it. I don't recommend it. <laughs> Especially if your friends are dumb. <laughs> is there anything that we missed that is something Oklahoma is like kind of known for, you feel like, or should be known for? You know, what I would want people to take away from uh, an understanding of Oklahoma is that we just have so much more to offer than I think people really realize or think about. Um, You know, we have the Gathering Place in Tulsa, which just opened a couple of years ago, which is, um, it was just voted like the greatest, um, I think the best park in the country. Um, It's really beautiful. And it was like the single largest donation for a, a public park in the country's history. Um, and it's, it's massive and it's really wonderful. And so that is a huge selling point for Oklahoma right now, just because it's relatively new and it's exciting. Um, Tulsa has a world-class ballet company. Um, Oklahoma city also has a great ballet company. So we've got, you know, lots of arts and culture and urban development, urban opportunity. I think people do think of farmland when they think of Oklahoma, but we have a, a thriving urban a couple of thriving urban centers that are really, there's a lot to be said that we have great music, wonderful, wonderful music. There are people who say like Tulsa is the next Austin. We like to say Tulsa is the next Tulsa, but we have so much wonderful music and a great musical history. And I don't mean like the musical Oklahoma. I mean, we have great (laughs) musical history with, you know, people like Leon Russell and just a lot of great musical history and great current music that's going on here. So yeah, I mean, we just have, there's a lot more to us than I think people realize. So that's what I would want people to take away. So I mean, we are kind of exploring the stereotypes, but we're secretly trying to get people to realize there's more than stereotypes. Mm -hmm. But we're going to start in June. We have like a bracket competition for the coolest stereotype in America. Do you think Oklahoma should win? Oh, man, the coolest stereotype. I don't even know what that means. You know, I'm always going to say whatever it is that we're participating in Oklahoma, you know, we're definitely competitive. So we, you know, if there's an opportunity for Oklahoma to win something, then I'm going to say yes, absolutely. (laughs) All right. I like it. I think living in teepees being a question, it might be one of my favorites. Oh, my gosh. For what people (laughs) think. It's just so many problems with that assumption. <laughs> I know. Like, I just can't imagine actually, like, and I know there are a lot of people who have not had the opportunity to travel and, you know, this kind of gives them the opportunity if they can't. I've been a lot of places. Jay's been a lot of places. Both, both of us were born in another country. Mm-hmm. So we have traveled a lot, but I just cannot imagine being like, yeah, the people in Oklahoma live in a teepee or they don't have roads. Like y'all, What? Like it is 2021. Obviously we have um, a wonderful native history, you know, um, and obviously with the tragic diaspora of the Trail of Tears we have, Mm -hmm. you know, there is a a native history in Oklahoma and and we still have a lot of thriving tribes here and a lot of tribal um, presence and tribal history. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's one 
wonderful part of Oklahoma, but there's there's a lot to Oklahoma. So absolutely, and I know I know specifically the Cherokee Nation is there, and they do not live in teepees; they live in houses, no. <laughs> like everybody else. Just in case you wondered, and I have one final question for you, and it has nothing to do with Oklahoma at all. <laughs> um, when you eat an Oreo, are you a twister or a dunker? Oh, I'm a twister. Or do you just eat it like a sandwich? Oh, thank goodness! Finally, a twister. <laughs> Yeah, I definitely twist it and lick it. That's my that's my method. Oh my goodness! Finally, I think in all the episodes we have done, I think two people now have been a twister. <laughs> I'm also a twister. That's awesome. Jay eats it like that's a psychopath. Insane. Like he just takes a bite oh, like it's like, a sandwich. That's a lot of time and energy for something I'm going to. I think it's a way of savoring. It's a way of savoring the experience, right? If you if you break it apart then it lasts longer. Yeah, how about it's like that? having a deep fry over you. I want to eat it now. <laughs> I mean, I think that's a little bit extreme, Jay. Deep frying Oreo and twisting is oh not taking goodness. the same amount of effort. <laughs> Follow me on this. Follow me on this. Entire row of Oreos, right? Mm-hmm. Like a long kibosh through right to the middle. Mm-hmm. Deep fried. Mm-hmm. You're like a corn dog, but Oreo. Mm-hmm. I'm into it, yeah. I can get with that. I like it. Man, I need to go to Oklahoma and do this. Thank you for hanging out and talking about Oklahoma today. It was great having you here. And be sure to stay tuned when the voting starts to vote for Oklahoma to be one of the two states to represent the Southwest in our search for the state with the coolest stereotype. You're up against Texas first, so I'm going to need you to get your voters behind you on this one. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. Oh, man, we didn't even get into Oklahoma versus Texas, so this is going to be fierce. Um, But thank you guys for having me. It was super fun chatting with you. This is Ronnie from Oklahoma, and I answered Coey's questions. We can't find the answer to the state with the coolest stereotype in America without y'all. Come join the search at coeysquestions.com slash mystatesbetter. There are lots of ways to join the search. Tell us what you think, be part of the intros, represent your state, vote, and share it with friends. Do one of them or do them all, but we are finding this answer together.